All right, D-Roy, we're back at it. Another time for a beautiful episode. You know what we ain't done in a while? You know what it is? Oh. oh. It's an early do 30. Early. Get that. Get them juices flowing. Oh, man, that sweet nectar. I know we've talked about it before. You should just like smoking in the 1950s in the doctor's office. Just about. It's the same thing. I'm going to die from... Whatever aspartame. Uh, actually, I better not say that. There's a lot of uh, lawsuits going out there for defamation. Um, water is the best thing. Yeah, that's why I'm drinking uh, zero or Vi- Vita Rain Zero Kirkland brand. Yeah, and what's what's uh, what else is thrown in there? Uh, we got purified water, um, some citric acid, xanthan gum. Uh, let's see. I got I got vitamin A, C, E, and I seen. Vitamin B6, which is very important on your vitamin Bs. Oh, yes. Folitate, which we all know you need. Uh, vitamin B12, not not as much as the 6, but the 12. Uh, let's magnesium, some zinc's in here. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Anytime it's got something that you can't spell, you're in trouble. Well, then I shouldn't be drinking much. <laughs> Water, W-A-T-E-R. Yeah, that was brave. I know. He's spelling on air. That's like uh, trying to do math on air. It's just that's brave. Agua. I'm not going to try that one. After that last ending, if, <laughs> uh, yeah, we went, we we went uh, a little different route there. That was good. I'm practicing my foreign language skills as I, uh, you know, look to travel. You and I both know, I love Uber rides. We need to talk about something. You go ahead with your Uber. I love Uber rides. Like it's just kind of the thing I like. Because let's be honest. I mean, some of those people that drive Uber, like. It's their living. You know, that's sure. what they do. But your day's got to be the same thing every single day. I like to be that guy when they walk out. Like, oh, that was a nice guy. And, like, he kind of got me. And he asked about my day, not just shoved in the back and, you know, got their headphones on and you go from A to B. You know what I mean? You don't want to be treated like a robot. You want to be treated like a human being. So so have you heard of Turo? Oh, I have heard of Turo. Well, i got some Turo experiences now. Um Gave her a try. Uh, like we talked about the last episode, I had had a new car, had some car issues, and then I went on a trip. So, uh, for those that don't know, Turo is kind of like an Airbnb, but for cars. So, instead of going and renting somebody's house, you're renting somebody's car. And uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this just right. <laughs> if you go and do, I mean, if you're in a big city or something, and uh, you're doing the Lyft or you're doing the Uber game, I mean, you're looking twenty or thirty bucks, but you're just going one place and back. Yeah, something like that. If you're if you're not traveling a whole lot, that's the way to do it. If you're if you're gonna put some miles on, um, look into Turo because uh, for that thirty bucks a day or whatever, you get the car, you drive wherever you want. With it, I mean, you know, some people have limits on miles and that kind of thing, but uh, you know, instead, what what it would cost you to Uber a few places. You could have a car for for the day or the week or whatever you need it. So depending on what your travel is, if you're just flying in, flying out, go to dinner or something, probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you're going to stay there for a little bit of time and you don't want to rent a car because those prices have gotten steeper and steeper, and it's kind of like the Airbnb versus a hotel thing. So And, and uh, I know that there was a, not an issue with the Toro, but... Oh, it was an issue with the Turo. Well, I think it wasn't necessarily the, the Turo's issue. It's just you had a flat tire. So, uh, yeah, so we are going up to pick up the new car and needed a car in the meantime. So I, I rented a, a Turo car. Pretty easy pickup. Yeah. 
and we're we're driving and on the freeway have have a blowout on my back tire back uh, driver's side tire and luckily for me it was pretty close to a freeway exit okay so i just pull off the exit and uh they have you know a way that you can contact the owner of the car and say hey man i got a tire blowout okay okay here's the roadside assistance number yeah. or whatever great <clears throat> call them up all right and they do need a little better Customer service, I could hear a chicken crowing in the background <laughs> in some remote hut in some remote village in some remote place. Was it the um, uh, the fr- I'm going to dare because it was was it the Amigo Insurance people? I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, wouldn't surprise me. But let's just go ahead and say English was not this person's first language. Okay, not their problem. I mean, they were hired to do a job. They're doing their best. But I said, hey, I'm off of now. Everybody with your Google Maps right now. It doesn't matter where you're from. I'm off the 1600 North exit in Orem, Utah. And for those of you that that don't know, uh, unique is a very you, Utah is a unique place. Um, when they came here, they set it up on a grid system. So basically, you have Center and Main Street, and you go north, south, east, and west. You're not going off of you know Bushberry or tree climber street where you have no idea where it is. Bushberry Lane's where Adam usually hangs out. If it's 1600 North, you go up 1600 blocks and there it is. But here's the other thing is I'm going northbound. I'm on this freeway exit, 1600 North freeway exit, northbound, but I'm on the off ramp. That's where I'm at. Pretty easy to find. Pretty easy to find. Orem only has, what, two or three exits? Yeah. And... That's a pretty big city. Yes. One of the biggest cities in Utah. And they can't locate it. Oh, boy. Can't find me. Well, what's the cross street? It isn't a cross street. Freeway exit. Go down the freeway and get off, and there I am. There's this gas station up above me. Here's their address. But I'm not there. I'm on the exit that goes to there. I can see them from here. So about an hour of this was going on. Oh, no. And I just, you know, my wife's there. We're going to get a car. I yeah, we're hoping the car's there. It was one of those situations where and nothing was being held for us. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I'm like, come on. And so I'm contacting a lot of other people. I will say this. I took care of the situation my own self. Okay. Roadside assistance didn't come there. There's a Les Schwab and a discount tire I can see across the street less than a mile from me. Okay. So I'm like, I'm just going to get the car there, and we're going to go from that. I mean, you know, I was just. Calling around, you just get tired of the, we can't find you. And I'm like, how can you? I mean. So did you break out the jack, put on the donut, and head down the road? I'm not. Say yes. Just say yes. I'm not going to go into details because I'm still in litigation. Oh, boy. Uh, Just. Just got no comment. No comment. Just just pull the um, the political no comment. I went ahead and fixed the situation and got across the street to the Les Schwab Tire Center, and the guy came running out. Couldn't have been nicer. I said, hey, this isn't my car. I'm renting it. I need a new tire. And I need to get down the road. Okay, do you care what it costs? Well, I just need a new tire. Yeah. Uh, cheap as possible. But yeah. and, and the guy that owns it, to his credit-ish, I'm kind of talking with him. And he's like, well, if you can get over to Costco and blah, 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 and blah, blah. I'm like, nah, this is going to take half my day. It's already taking more. Like, yeah. this is your car. Yeah. That's your responsibility. <clears throat> I'll get yeah. a tire on the thing. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend four or five hundred bucks. I'm going to spend yeah. closer to one hundred or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, they got me in and out within like a half hour or something like oh, that. There you go. Got up the road, took care of business, got the car. Uh, when we went to return the car, uh, that's where the back and forth is. I, I bought the 
insurance or the protection, if you will. We, we Maybe we don't want to get into too many details. We won't get into too many details, but I'll, I'll skim over it. Uh, long story short, I said, hey, I'm not paying. That's not my car. I didn't buy this guy a tire. Yeah. I paid for the service. Uh, I was going back and forth with uh, the, the the chat and the calling people and the, you need to talk to the host. The I'm host, going to save the circle. You, I'll save you some around. details here. You're working on the situation. Working on the situation. Chat GTP came in very handy oh, yes. uh, for writing uh, letters and correspondence for me. Has the whole detail, and they just evolve with what's going on. They can say, "Well, last time when we talked to so and so, we're going to this say, happened." We're going to say Derek's attorneys are taking care of the situation. <laughs> Needless to say, very good tool. Um, <laughs> as of right now, everything's taken care of. the The issue, or not the issue, the funny part is the next week I'm going out of town because we're going to go down to California, and I had me another one lined up. So had another tarot experience when picked up this Volkswagen Jetta again in Orem. Oh. Nice car. Uh, couldn't have been smoother. Ooh. I mean, there's there's some things. When you get a, a, a car rental, it's kind of like a house. When you go to a hotel, you expect certain things. Yeah. And it's just taken care of. Um, when you go to an Airbnb, those things may or may not be. Yeah. Same with a car. Like, you expect it to be brand new detailed and stuff. There was, I mean, had been vacuumed in the back a little bit. There was like an ice cream stain on the, on the dash that had been kind of cleaned up, but not... You know, enough that you can see it. Enough that I can see it. I, the guy I think is running out of Montana. I think he has somebody else cleaning his car. Yeah, and I've toyed with the idea after this of like, how hard would it be to do something like this? Who knows? Uh, long story short, though, good experience on that second car. No, no major issues. Uh, ran and put millions of miles on it. The funny thing is, is during that uh, time period, I actually had a client that emailed me saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do this Toro thing." How do I set it up, uh, you know, tax structure-wise? So <clears throat> here's the biggest thing, and this is what I told him. When you're renting out your own car, you better make sure you look into the, the liability insurance on the car because it's a different thing than me driving my car and your rate is extremely lower because it's based off of, I mean, D-Roy's a professional driver. I mean, the dude knows what he's doing, you know. He's dealt with more blowouts than a, you know, than an infant after a, you know, a runny, uh, you know, Taco Bell burrito, you know, guy knows what he's doing. You know, his rate is going to be lower than a 17 year old, uh, you know, one of our friends, kids that like to, uh, you know, pedal to the metal, you know, driving around with kids in the back of their truck, like that insurance rate is going to be significantly higher. So you have no idea who's going to rent your car. And there isn't like a you know a prerequisite to say. There's somewhat you can say you have to be certain ages. Yeah, I mean ages, but but yeah, you they don't, don't you don't, don't know. Yeah. They don't submit their their driving record. No, they do not. You know, you can't ask for. You probably can't ask for. <clears> that's what I'm saying. So you don't know. So you better make sure that whatever insurance policy needs to be in place is in place, is in place before you go renting out your own car, because I can see an insurance company saying. Hey, you've got regular, you know, here's your liability insurance. It covers you. Yeah, you can't let just random people off the internet take your car around town. Yeah. Take it to California for the weekend. The term, drive it like you stole it, I mean, that's what it sounds like. You know what I mean? And by stole it, I'm giving you a small financial compensation. Like, you know what I mean? You give, yeah. Insurance is an important thing. I think there's uh, there's two types of people renting cars. There's people like me that need something for the weekend. Don't want to put a lot of miles on it or need an extra vehicle because there's in the shop or whatever. And you get something kind of economical and like, 
you know, yeah. 30, 50 bucks a day, something like that. Yeah. And then there's the other end of, hey, I want to see what a Tesla's like, or yeah. I want to rent a Ferrari, or, or something like that. And you're going to take your wife out on a special date or something, and, and you show up in a Porsche. And you're going to be paying a lot more for, for that, but that's more of an experience of, yeah. like, you're not going to go out and ever buy one of these cars, but to be able to take it out on the town. And the same thing is, like, make sure your insurance is lined. If you're looking, because that was my first thing, is, like, there's money to be made here. Yeah. But you got to make sure you're going to price it right and then uh, that you're covering yourself. Because, yeah, if you're going to turn over your keys to whatever vehicle, to some random person and just expect they're going to treat it like you treat it, probably not. No. I mean, you know, like, it's just not going to happen. So here's the best part, man. You are you are on a roll today. You are just, you're you're laying me up today. You're, you like are. Like a slice of ham, I'm on a roll. You're my, my, my Scotty Pippen to I'm the Michael Jordan here. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> um. Had a good experience. My, my favorite, Brian. I think he's got to be your favorite, Brian. He's, right he's, now. he's climbed the ranks. He's at least one point five. Oh yeah, um, he he got into the the uh, Tesla game. Uh, man, that's a nice car. I'm not gonna. Uh, it was fun. He brought it over. Um, I was able to to drive it for a short time period. Um, he set it in like the one pedal mode. Re- really kind of weird. It's like you push on the gas, but as soon as you let go, it it like stops. You know, you don't really have a brake. It just stops mm-hmm. so he took him you know i didn't drive it very far but you know i i got the experience i was talking with one of my clients you know i always talk to people i've known them for years we talk about kids um driving it, it's a different thing now than what it was when you know the day we turned 16 it was like woo, woo wee. yeah i couldn't wait Could you're getting that wait. financial freedom i will tell you one thing that's really unique like financial freedom well, you get a, you get to be on your own. You the, know. the vehicle freedom, yeah. You, you get to go. I to, still had you still had bill. Well, you didn't have bills. Yeah. You, okay. You, all right. You know. Yeah, I'm going with it. But you could do whatever you want. You could go to Taco Bell whenever you want. You get that burrito to blow out them pants. That's right. You get. That's back when you had the 99 cent Whopper. Um, Good days. So you you had that chance, but now I think I, I know it's different because a lot of people aren't getting their driver's licenses soon. You know, there's some apprehension. Um, and kids don't want to drive. Pahrump was the wild, wild west. That's what I've realized. It still is. There was no driver's ed. Like, we didn't have driver's ed. Like, you just went and took the test, and, you know, you drove and you got your license. Um, so that's what it was for me. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. So the friend, my client that I was talking to, he was talking about his son that went on his driver test. I mean, you, you know, you're nervous enough for your driver's test. Like, let's be honest. Oh, I've took several throughout uh, my life. Um, the kid gets in, and... The, the the vehicle to drive the driver's test is, is a Tesla, you know, and I'm like, that's a tough vehicle. Like your first time to drive, like that's not like driving a Toyota Camry. Was this an independent, like not through the, I, I mean. I don't know. It was really weird. So, uh, and it was just right after I had uh, driven the Tesla, like, so I totally understood. I, I'm like, yeah, that would be really hard, yeah. especially a 16-year-old, to drive your first car. Yeah, that doesn't operate like, uh, yeah, like you're saying the 99 Celica did. Yeah, I mean, it, there's definitely, you know, it's not a Ford Taurus. You know, it, it, it's a, it, it takes some time to get used to. So uh, I thought that was really interesting and unique thinking, man, who, who's, you know, test driving or, you know, testing their kids uh, for the driver's exams in a Tesla? Well, yeah, because... Uh... If I remember correctly, ours was all done through the school system. Now, I don't know what kind of money's in these school systems nowadays, but uh, the Juab 
high school uh, education system back in the back in the late nineties and early two thousands. Wasn't pulling out luxury automobiles like you're saying we were like in the no in, in the uh, I don't know where they were at four Tauruses or and that kind of Tauruses. <laughs> we were yeah more more of those kind of vehicles and and so. So you didn't have the class for driver's ed at all? No, there was no driver's ed class. So who, like, you wouldn't go out and drive with an instructor and all that kind of thing? No, no, the, uh, your instructor was your, your your parents. And it's funny because... So you're only as good as your parents. So here's the best man. You are. Thanks for another assist there, Scotty. Um, it, last, yeah, two weeks ago, my son and I, we love to drive. Like, we love to drive. We wanted to go out to Eureka, Eureka, to go check out the museum. And, uh, of course, it was closed, like... You got to hit it on the right day. So he's like, hey, uh, let's go to Vernon. I'm like, let's go to Vernon. On your way to Wendover. Uh, on, your, on your way to uh, Tooele. Wendover. Okay. Um, he's still 12. Um, so I'm like, yeah, this is great. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, there is no one out here. There is no one out here. And I've got an older, you know, an older new truck, a, you know, 2007 truck. And older I'm thinking. Man. I like that. I'm like. You know, I, I was about that age. I mean, my kid's tall. Like, he's an inch shorter than I am now. I'm like, he can reach the pedals. Uh, it's time. You know, it's time for him to learn how you, to drive. You pull off the side of the road. It's time for him to learn how to drive. I was about the same age my dad, you know, first time I got to drive. So I turned off, you know, and there's a long dirt road. And I'm like, all right, boy, you're up. And he kind of looked at me. I'm like, you're driving. And he's like, you know, gets all yeah, excited. Gets a little, well, yeah, a little so, nervous and excited. So here's sure. the the exam process. I, you know, put him over, and we're on a dirt road. And, you know, we're going five ten. I got it up to fifteen, and uh, as soon as I had it up to fifteen, we'd barely been in the car. I'm like, hit the brakes, and he's like, slam the brakes. I'm like, all right, you're good. <laughs> There's your driving <laughs> exam. Keep her in the road, you know. And that was the exam. So that's the way I was taught. But it was in a stick shift truck, so. Driving an automatic is, you know, like nothing. So yeah, yeah. There's our driver's ed course. I, uh, man, it's been a couple of years ago now, but I took the, the CDL. I had to drive the big truck around with the examiner, and, and it doesn't get it. It never gets, like, you're still, I've been driving for years, decades. Uh, you know, bigger trucks, but you gradually go up, get bigger licenses so you can make more money and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't get any less stressful or any easy. Like, I had to do the whole parallel park, the backup, the... All that kind of thing. Then drive them around town. Get on the freeway. You know, park here. Do that. Like, doesn't get any less stressful. And that was with the ten speed. Uh, you know, shifting and, and all that kind of thing. Double clutching. And if you grind too much or whatever, you fit like you know all the reasons that you're gonna fail. And so like when you start to do that, you're like over analyzing your head. And uh, luckily, I passed the test first time out. But it, it doesn't get any any easier or less nervous when you take tests. So it's, I think it's a good thing. Uh, the, the, the earlier you can start, the safer you can do it. The more experience you can get. It's not a bad thing. I just came up with a great business plan. It's not giving kids uh, Toro cards to drive around, is it? No. At some point, I'm going to, you know, my, my career is going to change, shift. I mean, my time shift is already even different. I like to hang out. You and I like to go for long drives. We're going to team tandem it. We're going to get us a big rig. We're going to tandem drive. I mean, what else could a guy want? You know what I mean? Most guys, that, I mean, there's a lot of guys that drive and they carry their little doggy with them, you know, or they're driving. They're team drivers. <laughs> Pulling down them six figures. I mean, what better way? We like to go on road trips. I mean, we get into the wrestles. We get into the ecclesiastical debates. I mean, and we'd be making money. 
Uh, well, you, you got the night shift since you're new to the business. Okay, that that's works not, I'll take days, you take nights. I'll, I'll pull on the old, uh, you know, the the Art Bell podcast. Yeah, the truckers love it. And, uh, caffeine pills and and uh, I don't know if you'll you'll have to start drinking the coffee. I we'll we'll go down that road. A lot of Tell diet dooskies will be. Tell out. me that's not a great idea. It would be fun for about. A few months. It'd be fun for a few months. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, my schedule's flexible. I mean, wouldn't <laughs> want to do it all the time. But, I mean, you know, we we got a couple weeks in here and there and said, hey, boy, let's go on a drive. We get, we get a load here and there, and, yeah, we, mean, go, we go buy some collectibles along the way. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. mean, that, that's a great idea. You've had a lot worse ideas. <laughs> that's very true. Um, the good idea that I have had, my friend, is there are two things in life that are for certain, and that would be... Death piles and taxes. Be ready for 